Please be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Heavenly Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The main verse I'm going to center in on from the epistle reading for today is the 19th verse, but I will back up to the 18th verse and in explanation of the 19th verse. So the 19th verse of 1 Corinthians 9, we read, For though I am free from all, though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. It, as I said at the beginning in the introduction, it's, it's a paradox that puzzled Luther in trying to, trying to lay out what the Christian role is or what the Christian life is. It is a true fact that Christ's death on the cross sets us free. There is now no charge against us. There is now no blame to be laid to our name. There is now no one that can call us to task because Christ has fully and freely washed away our sins and made us blameless and white as the snow. That is a true statement. And yet Luther finds in reading through the Gospels and the Epistles that Christ and Paul consistently urge us into lives of service towards our fellow man. Lives that consistently give of ourselves to others. And so he sees a slavery of sort. And I'm going to use the, the word slavery and servant interchangeably because they are the same word in Greek. And therefore, you can, you can flip-flop either one. In, in the, the Greek world, a slave was not uh, beaten, whipped, and abused. A slave was a member of the household. He just happened to be working for the family. And people would sell themselves into slavery if they were having a hard time. But they were treated well. They were given a place to live. They were given food to eat. And they were given work to do. Slavery has a bad overtone, and we never want to think about people that are put into slavery and are sold into slavery by others and put in chains. That is not the slave we're talking about. But we are slaves to one another, not in chains, but in service. And how's that work? Christ has set us free. So we're free to do whatever we want, and, I, and I, I get beat up, and Luther got beat up over this. If we're truly saved by grace, then there is no charge against us, and we are free to do whatever we want to do. There's no charge. But as Paul would say, shall I sin the more that grace may abound the more? No, absolutely not. And so... But see, that's, a, that's a, a submission to, but in reality, we're, we're set free from all sin. No matter what we do, Christ has set us free by his death on the cross. No matter what. I always say I, have a hard time, I would have a hard time looking myself in the mirror when I'm shaving in the morning if I lived the life that I would really like to live. 
because I know the evil that lives inside of me. I know, I know how self-centered and self-caring I could be. And I know that if I lived the life I wanted to live, probably none of you would matter. But you see, you do matter. And that's where Luther finds the, the answer. You see, Paul says, though I am free from all, true statement, free from all, right? But see, it's, it, it's one word. I have made, I have made myself a servant, a slave. You see, because of what Christ did in dying for me, it changed the person that I would be if I was who I would choose to be. And it is Christ working in me that causes that change and turns my look outward to be of service to others, to make others matter. That's what Paul is saying. I want to back up to verse 18. What is my reward? Oh, oh, yeah, okay, so if I care about myself and I buy everything for myself and I do everything for myself, then I have everything I ever want and ever need, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that story out there I've thrown out a couple of times. If you could go to a, a deserted island, no, no, nobody else on there, but there's this special machine you walk up to, and you ask it for anything, thing, not person, anything, and it will give you anything in the world, anything. You can ask for a Ferrari and a track to drive it on, and it would instantly appear. You can, you see where mine, my mind re revolves. Um, you could ask it for anything. You could ask it to build you a castle made out of gold bricks, and it would do it. Everything. What's the catch? It's just you. No one else. Would you go? You can live the rest of your life having everything you ever would want. You can live your life being filled with the things of this life, but would you go? You know what? I would imagine probably 50% of the world would say, you betcha. I'd go in a heartbeat, not, not me, but they would say that. But you see, why wouldn't you go? Because you'd be alone. You'd have all the things in the world, but you wouldn't have anyone that you cared for or that cared for you. Now, I want you to think about those people that you would want to be on that island with you. I want you to think about that circle of love and care that you would need to have there on that island in order to make life livable. And that's your circle of slave. Oh, no, circle of slavery. That's your circle of service. Those are the ones that God sent you here to be of service to. Because they're the ones that matter to you. And you start with that circle as you live, willingly giving of yourself to them.
not by compulsion, not with a whip, not with a chain, but with the will and desire that's in your heart, understanding the relationship you have with them. That's first circle. But you see, each of them would have people that they would want to have that maybe aren't in that circle. And that's the second circle. Because if you care for the people that they care for, if you help out someone that they care about, you help them. You can see how the, the, these circles are going to just keep going out. And for, you know, the, what is it, six degrees of difference? You, know, there's, you go six, six people uh, and you're related to anybody in the world. In the Lutheran circles, it's like two. It's it just, it just weird. And so it, in a Lutheran circle, if you start caring about someone and, and the people that they care about, you've got probably three-quarters of the world that you're caring about. But that's the task that Christ puts before us. The challenge, if you will, that as we live our lives, we focus our sight not on ourselves, but on those that surround us. To be of help and to be of service to them. To show the love of Christ as we live our lives toward them. And as we give of ourselves to them. So that they might know. That's the reward. That's the reward. That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge, that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. You see, our service comes without a price. You know, so, so much of the world is run by, well, I'll do something for you if you do something for me. You know, or, well, I'll, I'll do this for you and you'll pay me back later. Boy, you're going to pay me back later. That's not the way our, our Christian world operates. Our Christian world operates, I see you in need, and I reach to you with what I have, with what God has given to me. I serve you in whatever way that God has equipped me to, to make your life better. And there is no charge. There is no expected comeback. There is no looking anywhere except the cross of Jesus Christ. And it's in that cross of Jesus Christ that we receive our reward. Because that cross of Jesus Christ is what made us free to be able to live our lives in service to all those around us. This book contains the directions for us to live our lives and yes, we may look to ourselves, but only so that we are strong and able to serve one another. And it doesn't matter if you want to use the word slave or servant. Either one works. But understand, it's the power of Christ that dwells in you, that frees you up to offer your service to someone else. It's the power of Christ in you that equips you for that life of service. It's the power of Christ in you that rewards you at the end of your journey. As you preach Christ everywhere you go, as you show the love of God 
as you work in his kingdom for the good of his people. May he be with you. May he strengthen and keep you. But most of all, may you find him there beside you in that life of service that he's given to you so that you know that you are not alone, but that he works with you and in you and through you. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.